Hey guys, welcome back to 12 O'Clock Talks. Today we're going to talk about fun, having fun in discount stores, when the best time of year to take a vacation is, why cold or hot places are better, and the ideal morning routine, and then lastly, a bit of golf. We hope you enjoy the episode. All right, here we go. Dave, welcome back. How are we today? Where did where'd you go? Oh, there you are. All right. How are you doing today? good man good long day it was a long day i have a question for you oh okay what's what's the question did you know that you swore in our last episode that you that was posted i did i do i know i heard it i i I heard it i tried to catch it i know I uh, I broke our cardinal rule. I apologize. We one rule. We do only have one rule, and it's to try not to swear. Let's don't talk about Fight Club. Yeah, that's it. And I did. So <clears throat> for for anyone who I may have offended with that word, I apologize. I do. And Dave, to you, I let you down as a co-host and a friend, and I, I'm sorry. I have an idea. Okay. So I think we should institute a swear jar account. Ooh, I like this. Or, and then it can, or it could be like a broken rules jar account or something jar. Mm-hmm. And right now, like we have, then we don't swear. And if you do, you have to put, we'll, we'll figure out some dollar amount on it. Maybe like $2. Yeah. $5 if it's a little I'm- like a more egregious of a swear word. I'm thinking just one flat rate, like just $5. $5, $5 a swear, a swear word. Yeah, that's that's pretty it's pretty and, extreme too. And at the end of the calendar year, we'll go and get a pizza or just buy something with it. <laughs> or we'll buy something for the podcast. <laughs> oh, we'll do a giveaway. We'll do it. We'll do a giveaway. And we'll uh, buy something cool with like swear jar and something money. And okay. then we'll we'll have some way to do a giveaway. Okay. We should have and a then, forfeit too. The person who's contributed the most has to do X. Oh, we could. We could <clears throat> do a side bet. Like just jump in a pool. Hold pool. That's a hold easy pool. one. Yeah. You should jump into my apartment's pool. It's currently empty. <laughs> so that's so messed up. <laughs> Head first. It would be bone chilling. Wow, that was terrible. Uh, thank you. I'm here all week. Um, but yeah, so we should have we should have a swear jar or like okay. a no no jar. Mm-hmm. And you know, if we end up doing like other little side bets, we can just bet. Loser has to put money into the jar, and then we can do something with it. I came right. up with this off the top of my head. I have zero thought into it. All right. Well, I've just I've just added it to our uh, talk notes. So Jack owes five dollars at the end of the nice. year. Currently, you owe zero. Sounds like you kind of set this up. Sounds like you're setting yourself up for a free pizza. If I'm honest. Well, it's not. It was originally free pizza, but now we're giving away the money, so I don't feel bad anymore. Should we do like a charity thing, or should we just? Just give like buy something fun for somebody. I think we give something to our listeners, and if they want to give it to charity, mm. kumbaya, kumbaya. All right, yeah, sounds good to me. <clears throat> so right now I owe five dollars to the fund. Yes. <sighs> yeah, we'll we'll give you one free pass. No, no, I'll take my medicine. No, I'm giving you a free pass because we have we have you swearing on two two uh, two different episodes. No. Yeah. Yeah. So it just free pass. But the second one is where I, is now we swear jar. Yeah. Five dollars. Right. So I do owe five. Yep. Okay. Cool. Well, I yeah, thanks, Dave, for your generous um what's the word I'm looking for? Grace. You're so graceful. So gracious. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Man, my night just got a little bit worse now that I owe five dollars. I'll think twice about cursing, mild curse words. 
Yeah, and if there's just no money in the jar at the end of the year, then we can figure something out. We'll figure something out. Well, there's at least five, but with inflation and everything, it'll be worth like three. So, you know, I, you know, we'll be whatever we can buy with three dollars. Yeah, like a solid piece of Laffy Taffy. Now, do you ever get the candy at Five Below? Do you ever go to Five Below? <laughs> yeah, Five Below is, is a good spot. Do you ever go to the candy section of Five Below? I'm not a big candy guy. That's not the question I asked, Jack. No, no, I don't frequent Dude, Five Below. Candy, enough. the candy section at Five Below. Five Below is great for a few things. Okay. One, random like theme party decorations. If you're just really struggling to find something, Five Below will have something that you're a little disappointed with, but you can make work. Okay. And the next two are really important. The candy section, unmatched. Why it's is that? so good. They have different towers and they have like, the towers have different price points for how many pieces of candy you can get from that tower for like a dollar or $5. Okay. And so it is a pretty solid candy store. Like it would be a good standalone candy store in the mall, I think. The next thing, Five Below t-shirts. Hit. Dude, they're so good. High quality. Like graphic tees? Yeah. They have that big wall of graphic tees in the back. Mm-hmm. They switch them out pretty regularly. I wouldn't say seasonally, but I'd say decently regularly. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty decently, soft. Decently regularly. And... They hold up well in the wash. They didn't. They don't shrink all that much. Well, that's good. Solid, I, solid I, t-shirts. I'm not sure if we have. Yeah, you know, I know we have one back home, but I don't know if we have one here where I live. There's one in that shopping center next to my apartment. Mm. And next you time you're in town, we'll go. <laughs> you're gonna treat me to five below, dude. I love five below. Get one of those like five dollar RC helicopters. Yeah, well, I was telling people that one day. <laughs> We should have a like day of Secret Santa where we all get together, draw a name out of a hat, and then you buy them something from Five Below. Like we mm-hmm. all go to Five Below at the same time. We buy something and you try to like buy it. Because we, okay, he, here's where this comes from. Growing up, my mom used to do this genius thing where we would go to the Dollar Tree and we would each, like it was me and my two sisters, and we each have someone else's name and a dollar. And you would buy them a present. And you'd get like 40 minutes to scour the entire store, an hour or whatever. And looking back, my mom needed time to just one, be alone from the children, because we're menaces. But two, it's a really easy way to entertain your kids for an hour and to give them a toy all for under $3.70 or whatever it was. Because at the time, everything was legitimately 99 cents or below. That's kind of genius. And so I think we could do that modern times with just friends. And you get buy something at five below and you try to keep it like $5 and under. Because they have some things that are more expensive. Right. And part of the fun is if everyone's in the store at the same time, you have to like secretly pick up your items. So you'll be carrying three or four different items and you may only buy one because you don't want the person that you're buying it for to know one, know that you're buying it for them or two, to know what you're buying. It's very fun. So if you take four items up to the register and only buy one of them, is that what you're saying you do? Mm-hmm. So the, so the cashier, the poor cashier just has to sit there and just go, oh. No, you only buy one, and then you ask for a bag, and then you put the other items back. Because once it's in the uh, bag, no one's okay. gonna know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not just like dumping items. At the <laughs> I'm just picturing you like a, a like armful of candy and like mediocre toys and a, a couple mm-hmm. graphic tees going up there, just dumping it on the counter, being like, "I just want this." Yeah, and then and just like, "Hey, I just need to buy this. I'm gonna put everything else back, but I didn't want the person I'm with to know what I'm buying them." And cashiers will get it. Like, All right, sure. Like, That's kind of fun. Yeah, or they'll just be like, I don't get paid enough to care, so you do you, boo. That's fair. I like that. I, I, do, I do like that idea. Sounds like it does sound like fun. 
I don't know. I can't say that I've frequented Five Below or Dollar Tree or Dollar General that much. Oh, dude, great stores. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Dollar General. I think it's hard to find stuff in there. I'm definitely a Dollar Tree guy. Yeah, what's, what's I the like difference? Below. Dollar General is everything's generally a dollar. So it's not always a dollar. Dollar Tree is, it's a dollar. Mm. But now they've recently been bought all by, I think their Dollar Tree was bought by the same company as Family Dollar, maybe? Or they're, they're all under the same name. So now Dollar Trees are like split. And so part of the store will be Family Dollar products and part of the stores will be Dollar Tree products. Dollar Tree products, I think, are just superior, but that's what I was raised on. That's fair. I mean, you, it sounds like you have a bit of a bias. Yeah. And Dollar, like, it's just hard to find stuff in Dollar General. Mm. It's usually not organized in any, like, any sense. Like, it, it, there's no pattern to it. Whereas Dollar Tree, it kind of flows. Like, it's more organized? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like, you know how the layout of the store will make sense? It'll be like, okay, we like up on this side, there's produce or food, whatever. And as you go left to right, it'll be like fresh food, frozen food, canned food, you know, maybe accessories to food. And then like accessories, I mean, like plates and napkins and stuff. And then it'll slowly go into maybe like, outdoor seating and outdoor stuff and tools and then at the far end will be like pet supplies but it all makes logical sense you know the plates are going to be next to the dog food which is next to air pressure cages and then tires are across the store it won't be any of that tires yeah they sell tires i don't know they probably at maybe like wagon wheels or something <laughs> just wooden yeah, Wooden wagon yeah. wheels. Dollar Tree is a great store. <clears throat> Golly, man. I honestly never I can, can, yeah, I've not frequented the stores enough to have an opinion, but it sounds like you're very opinionated on these, on these, on this subject matter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, when you're, are you, uh, are you a vacation guy? Do you like taking vacations? Honestly, didn't take a lot of vacations growing up. Like we played club soccer and when we did vacation, we were usually visiting family. So I guess it was a vacation, but it was more of we're going to see grandma and grandpa or we're going to a soccer tournament or like a family's wedding. Yeah. Like we did a few times, but uh, primarily it was just family, family stuff. That's fair. So, but if you were to take vacations, what time of year do you think would be the best time of year to take a vacation? So I was thinking about this and I read something somewhere that said that the public education system or maybe the education, like the United States education system has conditioned us to believe that summer is the best time to take vacations. And so people will keep doing that long after they finished school. Whereas I think maybe like October would be a good time. Yeah. Like not, there's never really a bunch going on in October. I feel like it's not that busy of a month. Yeah. I mean, do you think it's conditioning or it's just convenience? Like we have three months off during the summer every year from kindergarten through 12th grade. Yeah, but people keep doing that throughout their after life. After they I finish guess. school and even if they don't have kids. Like I understand the convenience of it. Yeah. But well, it's like winter break too. So it's like you got two weeks during winter or like a month for Christmas break and three months for summer. So you're either going skiing or into the mountains for winter break or going to the beach. And those are like your two only vacations. Yeah, I guess like, ideas of vacations. Yeah, like why not vacation in February? I think April is a great April. time to vacation. Yeah, April. Springtime? Yeah, I, and maybe I'm biased, but because we take our camping trips between April, May, 
a lot of the time we catch we catch spring and like when we go out we're going camping obviously so we're out in the wilderness and springtime in the wilderness is just like an incredible thing and going on like abandoned logging trails going in like high like alpine meadows and seeing the rivers and the runoff from the mountains and like all the snow melting like there's snow on the ground but it's 50 degrees outside so it's gorgeous um all the flowers just barely starting to bloom like tree saplings sprouting up like it's just incredible like april for me is like peak vacation time i feel that i for you though is it is it temperature are you going for temperature or are you going for like location because i feel like location is a big part it depends where you want to go it's not necessarily the time of year but like what's convenient for that certain place like if you want to go skiing you're not going to go to colorado in july yeah i i i see your point um i think destination does have a lot to do with it but if it's destination instead of activity like i like april because Mm. if you're staying in the northern hemisphere everything's probably warming back up regardless of where you go yeah and i also like my idea of october because i think it's pre getting cold yeah getting really cold so you could travel basically anywhere and it would be an okay climate okay weather whereas if you go in july you know people like going to florida in july would be terrible yeah just going to florida in general like going to the beach is fine i think <clears throat> but it's it's really muggy in florida like really yeah. muggy also or, i think context is important like we grew up in texas where you could drive 13 hours in Texas and still be in Texas. <laughs> so vacations in Texas are a little bit more difficult. Like getting out of the state is hard. Like, whereas if like, you live in like- Why do people go to Vegas in the summer? What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> it's so hot, man. Why are you going to Nevada in no. July? In the middle of the desert. The de- Like Vegas is in the middle. It shouldn't exist. Vegas should not exist. It just shouldn't. It, it shouldn't be there. There's like no, there's no water. It's in the middle of it. Like you fly over Vegas and you're like, wow, okay. That that's it. <laughs> it's yeah. that. And then desert for miles to see, like, it's just there. Insane. And people purpose, like they pay and they plan and they go, you know what? We're going to go to Vegas when July in the middle of the summer on purpose. I'm choosing to do this. Pay, uh, what are you doing? Pay $24 for a margarita on the, on the boardwalk or on the walk while you're sweating, walking a mile from casino to casino to spend more money. Wild. Yeah, not an ideal experience. I did Vegas October, I think, last yeah. year. Yeah, not, uh, not my cup of tea. Mm. If I left, I think I, if I got to the outskirts of Vegas, like there's a lot of really good hiking and camping in Nevada just in general. But yeah. just being around, like, just gambling and just, it's just a money pit. Like, let alone, uh, the, let alone the cost to get over there. <laughs> but, like, like, getting there is one thing. Getting there is probably a good, like, four or $500. If mm-hmm. you go with anything less than $1,000 for three days, you're, you're hurting. Like, you're, you're strapped for cash. You're probably spending, like, between $150, dollars which is just absurd to me. Like that's not a vacation for me. That's mm. like checking my bank account every 20 minutes to see how much money I have. <laughs> Cause you just can't like, you can't afford to go. Okay. Here's the question. Yeah. Would you rather go to Vegas in July mm-hmm. for a week? For a week. Shoot. Okay. Is money an issue? It's important. Um, it's not an issue, but you're aware of it. Okay, I'm going to change it. Vegas in July, it's hot. Five days. Okay. Or Quebec in December. Quebec. For a week and a half. Quebec. Quebec? Quebec. It's so cold. Say it again. I'll say it again. Quebec. 
that is so cold. Do you speak any French? No. Um, je, je suis Jack. That's it. That's all I know. Um, bonjour. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, no, that's about it. Mm. Yeah. Well, you had one more phrase than I did. I only had hello. Yeah, no, it's so, but here's my thing, right? I love the cold. Like, I, that's I, so cold. That, that's I love cold the cold where they go, you can't be outside for more than 20 minutes. Yeah, no, I just love it. That's I insane. Love, I love the cold, man. I love you it. And you're, walk, you're, you you're, can't go get your mail cold. That's you, cold. You can go get your mail. That's absurd. You just got it. You can't statement. fall down. <laughs> yeah. like you fall down. Yeah, like you can't get back up. <laughs> you're done. No, I think that, um, no, I'd rather be cold than warm, honestly. Because you can you can put on layers, but like once you're sweaty, like you're just gross for the rest of the day. Like especially in Vegas, right? Vegas for a week, right? You wake up from your hotel. Now, if you didn't leave the hotel at Vegas, then you'd probably be all right. But you would be spending a lot of money at the casino, like a lot of money. You'd wake yeah. up nine o'clock, go down to the ho- like casino ten o'clock shoot you're you're spending like a hundred dollars probably every hour every two hours maybe depending on how well or bad like poorly you're doing whereas in quebec you're just cold and you can just put on a nice furry jacket and walk around sit next to a fire watch some tv you could open a window be really nice like open a window put on a sweater get a blanket open a window dude it's (laughs) i'm I'm gonna google watch watch the average it's, it's it is better to be cold than it is to be warm like hot i'd rather be freezing cold than hot that's for sure it's just more comfortable you can prepare for the cold better than you can for the hot that's just a fact that's a yeah unrivaled fact oh it's actually fact. only like 32 degrees average yeah, see, that's fine. That's like going outside. Yeah, that's not bad at all. I was assuming it was like negative <laughs> forty. Where do you think Quebec is? I know you think it's in Canada, but like, how cold do you think Canada gets? It's, it's like super cold. I thought unless you're in like Banff, because like like Banff Minnesota gets super cold. Yeah, and it's farther north than Minnesota. Yeah, but you have to think Minnesota is also right. Isn't Minnesota right on like Great Lakes? Am I wrong? Then um, maybe. Okay, yeah. then let's do St. Paul, Minnesota, average temperature. In... That's a tough one. You said money's not an issue or it is an issue? Um, it's not a big issue. Like, you can't go out and live the greatest. You know, I'd probably, if it's going to be like, somewhere like minnesota where it's freezing like below freezing every single day i'm probably going to pick vegas and i may just flip a whole 180 on this because you could just go to shows the whole time Mm, you could just go see a bunch of shows like a bunch of really cool shows and then only gamble occasionally you could even probably catch like a taxi out or like rent a car and go to the mountains and then come back for a show that night they have been their record low is negative 26 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, that just doesn't sound fun. That is unlivable. It's not because they people live there. People do that. <laughs> people do do that. My aunt used to live, so she didn't live in St. Paul. She lived in a small town in Minnesota named St. James. Okay. And I never visited in the winter. I did go in the summer. Oh, it was so pretty in the summer great but my mom went and visited my aunt in the winter and those people for those months like it's just survival mode and it becomes like second nature obviously if you live all the time but all they're trying to do is not freeze all that's all the time you have to go like set alarms to turn your car on in the middle of the night just to get, warm it up a little bit in the middle of the night yeah because you can't like it can't go that long being that cold no way not Dude, in the middle it's of the insane. night yes 
it's crazy, man. It is just an insane, insane lifestyle. And you are comfortable a month and a half of the year. It looks like it's like, oh, it's so pretty right now. It can't be. I bet you just get used to it, though. Like, it's just part of your life. Like, here, I, I'm trying to think of what you do here in Texas. It's similar. It's like probably like pre-start your car, maybe turn the AC on. I guess that's I about it. That. Like, it's just not, it's just not hard. Do that. Oh, <laughs> LOL. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what we do in Texas. It's similar to like having to do that. Because when we get like it's like crazy. half an inch half an inch of snow here, it's pretty bad. But they are better at handling snow. Just life Whereas in general. We shut down. We'll just I, I just feel like they're just more resilient as a people. Yeah. <laughs> like down here in Texas, it's like ah, uh, if it's not if it's not above fifty degrees, everything sucks. Like everyone, everyone just has this attitude. Just like, like I got to do life today. No. Like no, nobody wants to operate when it's when it's not hot here. I I disagree. I think there's enough like ranchers up in North Texas that like Amarillo gets cold, man. Oh, I guess in the Panhandle that makes sense. Right, and I think that's why I'm like, dude, I don't like the cold. Grew up in it. It's overrated. Yeah. Had enough in it. Had yeah. enough of it. Like the dumbest rule for high school soccer, because for some reason, high school soccer and outdoor sport plays in December. Plays in the. Yeah. It's considered a winter sport. Right. We couldn't practice if it was below freezing, below thirty-two degrees. Right. We could play if it was above zero. We could play <laughs> games. What? It was above zero was the rule. You couldn't practice, but you could play. That doesn't make any sense at all. Zero sense. Dude, you would get – and my coach, not a, not the greatest dude, refused to let us wear, like, leggings because he didn't like the way it looked on the uniform. So we had to wear shorts. We could wear Under Armour. We could wear gloves and a hat, but we couldn't wear leggings. What? Dude. You would get hit with a ball, and it would hurt so bad. I bet. Yeah, your legs are frozen. Dude, it sucked. The only good part was I was a center back, so I didn't have to throw in the ball, so I didn't have to have gloves that had any grip on them to, like, grab a ball. So I just wore big old ski gloves and put hand warmers in them Oh, dude, whenever that's I played. And then I would wear a big beanie, and if I knew I was going to go up for a header, like, corner or, you know, like, they're punting the ball, like the goalie's punting the ball or something. I would mm-hmm. take it off and just hold it and then head the ball and put it back on. <laughs> I can see you doing that. Dude, it was ridiculous. I have to say, you and Abate did not fare well in the cold in Salzburg. No, dude. The day that my hair froze in Salzburg, as this isn't for me. Well, like my we, sweat is freezing on my face. I think, I think, so there's a, there's a lot of context here. <laughs> we, we did, we did. We lived in uh, Salzburg, Austria, four months. But we got to play soccer while we were over there. And in, we were there during the winter, and it's very, it was very cold. It was like 18 degrees this night, I think. It was our first training session with this new team. And we went to go play soccer. And the field was, well, firstly, it was a 45-minute or hour bus ride. <laughs> like, it was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a triumph just to get there in and of itself. And we get there and we're walking up to the field and we're so excited to play, but it is so cold. It's like, like I said, 18, 19 degrees outside. And we get to the field and the field is turf, but the field is frozen. Like we had cleats on and we're slipping around trying to like get our balance and get our feet under us, but we're slipping the whole time. And by the end of the training session, our nostrils were frozen together. Our, um, we had hats on, but our eyebrows were frozen if there was Dave's hair was longer, so it was sticking out and it was frozen at the tips. If our eyebrows were frozen, our eyelashes were frozen. Everything on our body that had sweat on it for like less than a second had frozen in place. And the minute we got so back in the brutal. locker, it was, it was, you know, it was disgusting. Cool experience though. 
cool experience. <laughs> cool, the cool thing experience. that I hated the most was being like, man, it was cold. And all those dudes were just, no, it's Tuesday. Shut <laughs> up. It's cold. My hair is frozen. And they just, I think they just made fun of me because I complained about it the entire time. Just waking up in the uh, in the dorm rooms, it was freezing all the time. So like getting Seriously. out of bed was so hard. And then we'd we'd walk to the bus stop and sit at the bus stop while it's snowing outside in our like snowboarding jackets and then get off the bus and we had free coffee at the coffee shop. And it was I don't think I've ever seen Dave or Abate walk faster from the bus stop to the coffee shop was like 0.0 seconds. They're in there. They're already in there drinking a cup of coffee. Now, keep in mind, class was late. Uh, Class was next door. All we had to do was walk through one door to get to class. But you guys refused to leave before you finished at least one cup of coffee. So you would you would be late to some classes, even though you were next door. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just to finish, just to warm up and finish your coffees. The worst part was I would be having a cup of coffee with the professor. Oh yeah. And they would get up to go teach the class. Be like, are you coming? And I'm like, no, not yet. I need. I'm not done. And they did not like it. This, was, not, this is it. It's so cold. I'm still I'm still wearing gloves. I'm I haven't thawed out from the bus ride. Oh rough. I will say I think I think you broke those teachers though. Because eventually <laughs> they just got used to it. Like he'll be here. It's fine. He's there. He'll be here in a second. I, I do think me and Abate as a combined effort. Did a good job of lowering their expectations. Yeah, for sure. Our first, our first outing, and we didn't realize we needed our, our passports because we were not leaving the country. Oh, my <laughs> we God. We didn't realize that you just had to have them. <laughs> oh, we're going to Germany, so guys. Funny. Wait, we need our passports to do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we're already here. <laughs> not really no if if you were there in like 1939 you would have been but oh man not uh, that was funny that, that poor guy all <laughs> right so but but speaking of mornings what's your ideal morning routine oh man what's your what's your you wake up and you like you execute everything perfectly in the morning like you need you need to do something really important that day what are your non-negotiables what's your what's your What's your perfect morning routine? Okay. I wake up. What time? Um, probably like seven. Seven? Okay. Wake up seven. I will turn on Sports Center, but I'll mute it. <laughs> okay. And can then, I, oh. Can I, can I ask why? Why? Because <laughs> I don't need the noise yet. But you're just. But I will need the noise. So why don't you just wait to turn it on? Because I want to know what's on TV. <laughs> but you can't. <laughs> but you can't hear it. Yeah, I don't need to hear it to watch sport highlights. I just don't <laughs> want the noise. I don't need the commentary yet. This is okay. my morning, Jack. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I'll stop. I'll stop okay, questioning so you. So I wake up. I turn okay. on Sports Center, but I mute it because I don't want to hear it yet. Okay. I will let the dog out. Okay. And after I let the dog into the backyard, I start my cup of coffee and I will turn on some music that's like pretty soft. It's usually, it depends on the day, but if it's good morning, you know, maybe it's like some hosier, something like that. Maybe like a, like a fun little, I have a morning commute playlist that I listen to. It's very nice, very calm. So I'll do that while the coffee's brewing. Denver's usually done doing her thing outside before the coffee's done. So I'll let her inside and I'll get her food ready. And um, I make her wait and look at the food because we're trying to teach self-control to the dog until the coffee's done brewing. So then I get the little ding and I've been listening to music probably three, four minutes. Let the dog eat. I pour myself a cup of coffee. I will go sit on the couch and I will unmute the TV. Watch a little bit of highlights. 
watch the dog eat. Once the dog gets done eating, she has to go back outside. So I'll let her back out and then I'll like finish my cup of coffee, start my second cup, drink that, brush my teeth. I shower at night now. I used to be a morning shower, but now I shower at night. So like chat, like morning shower used to be part of the routine. It's now scratched, gone. So brush my teeth, like splash water on my face, get ready, get dressed, pour myself another cup of coffee, take the dog and let her run around in the front yard for a bit and then put her back in the house and I'll go and do whatever I need to do for the day. Mm. So how long is that? Like I kind of lost track of time there. Probably an hour and a half. Hour and a half routine. I'm probably out of the house at like 8.30, 8.45. Okay. This and, is uh, me not being in a rush. Okay. Well, that, I feel like that's a part of the ideal morning routine, right? Yeah. It's like you don't so want to be rushing up, around. Wake up at 7. Don't really have to be anywhere until about 9. So I'll leave around 8.45. Mm. Okay. So, okay. couple questions. Yeah. Why did you switch from being a morning showerer? Is that a word? Showerer to a night showerer or or um I think one, I like showering before I get into bed. I feel like it's gross not to. But mm. then it's not like I get gross in the morning, so I don't feel like I need to clean myself again in the morning. Too that's fair much. okay so it's not part of your like waking up no also i don't enjoy being wet so i don't want my day to start with me being un, like annoyed <laughs> okay that makes sense so like i don't want to be stinky in my bed there's no reason to shower twice if i have it like don't need to fair and enough then i don't like being wet so i shower at night that's fair so then my follow-up is why sports center? It's mindless. Oh, okay. It's mindless and there's good talking points. So if I haven't seen, like, say I didn't watch the, the Rangers game, I can catch up on it real quick and be able to talk about it. That's fair. Yeah. A lot of the people I work with are pretty big sports people. So also uh, like just be ready in case anyone tries to be like, oh hey what do you think about blah 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 i can have an answer instead of just i don't know don't know about that i like yeah. to be prepared that's fair Scout's like motto. That. do you want to hear my ideal morning routine i would <clears throat> all right get up 4 30 in the morning i like 4 30 this <laughs> is your ideal what are you doing <laughs> Hey, when do you go is, to this, bed? This is my morning, not uh, you. You bashed right. me for a little so, bit. What, okay. When did you go to bed? The no, night no, before? no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I went. Yeah, to I bed have at, questions. Nine. I went to bed at nine or ten night before. Okay. Get a good night's sleep. All right. Wake 4:30. up four. Wake up four thirty in the morning. First thing I do, I do twenty push-ups, and then I start walking. You got to walk. You just got to start walking around the house. Okay. Get the dog. Go outside. Go run five miles. Get back. It's five o'clock. Yeah, I just ran 25. I just ran five miles in 25 minutes. Get back. Cold showers only. Don't flinch when you get in the shower. All right. Then once it's 5.15 on the dot, I get my journal out and I start journaling. 15 minutes of journaling. Exactly. I want my thoughts on paper. Okay. No coffee yet. I like to let my brain flow. I hate you. Are you, st- <laughs> are, you st- are you sticking with me so far? All right. I don't believe any of after, this. After I'm done journaling, after I'm done journaling, I do 30 minutes meditation, quiet room only. I built in a special room in my house just for it. Sometimes I do it outside to watch the sunrise, but you know, I don't like to wait on the sun because you know, I live on my own time, right? It's six o'clock. I finally I put you my and everything fr- you stand for. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's six o'clock. I finally put my first cup of coffee on. I don't like having any external stimulation before six o'clock exactly and when i make my cup of coffee it's exactly two shots of espresso and one sugar all natural cane sugar not any processed stuff 
Okay. You still with me? It's called a Cubano. Mm -hmm. It's called a Cubano. Okay. This is in my espresso machine. Okay. No TV. I hate, I hate mindless stuff. Okay. At 6.30, after I'm done drinking my Cubano, I read an hour minimum. I finish two books in the morning most times. Sometimes it's just one. If it's a longer book, like, you know, The Iliad by Homer, that's a shorter one for me. Um, where was I? Yeah, about 7.30 now, 8 o'clock. I open my laptop and I start to write. Nothing in particular. I just write. I've already journaled, but this now I'm writing on my laptop. 8.30, I open up my other laptop because I have two because, you know, I'm like that. And I open up my I work and I start working. But first thing between 8.30 and 8.45, I take out my to-do list and I budget every 15. I plan every 15 minutes of my day up until five o'clock. That's my morning. I have <laughs> so many questions. You got um, it. That was pretty fun. That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> the only thing I agreed with was the oh, fifteen-minute segments for your day. That's it. That's the only thing I think was actually helpful. Yeah, I do like daily morning. planners. I think it's important to have a daily planner. It's really it really helps minutes. me guide my day. <clears throat> Great. Honestly, yeah. No, four thirty is stupid. Um, you also you never naturally... showered. You ran so much. Oh, yeah, no, uh, part, part of it said, is I'm just, a meditate. No, I reabsorb, I reabsorb, I reabsorb all of that back in my body. Like dookie. Yeah, I don't put on, I don't, put on the day. I don't put on deodorant because it has aluminums and stuff in it that you just bad for your body. So I don't believe in deodorant. Aluminium. I also only, I, I also only eat 16 ounce steaks every day, all day with livers and hearts, and only organs really take care of my body. Vitamin D supplements out the wazoo. Take collagen. What, what else is some mainstream counterculture mm. health stuff that I can mention? Um, I feel like you could pick up a real personality at Best Buy or something on your way out. Um, no, but seriously, I probably wake up at like eight, roll out of bed, make a cup of coffee, open my laptop and start working. <laughs> like, You're working on your ideal morning? Yeah. Oh, oh. oh, dude. Okay, no. Here's my ideal morning. Got an eight o'clock tea time. Wake nice. up at wake wake up at six fifteen, shower. I'm showering before yeah, showering before, just nice and just so you feel nice and fresh. Laid out my uh, outfit the night before. After my shower, dry off, brush my teeth, that kind of thing. Change my outfit. It's like six thirty, six forty five. Make a like nice cup of coffee, not too strong, and just kind of sit and uh, watch some TV. Watch my like watch some YouTube or whatever. Get in the car, seven fifteen, seven thirty. Drive to the golf course. Get there, hit some putts, and then tee off. I think that's my ideal morning. Like that's perfect for me. But it's so much easier. I will say it's so much easier to get up for things you enjoy. Like I yeah. really struggle. I really struggle getting up for like work. Mm -hmm. If I don't have a meeting until, I usually get up before my meetings which is really a really bad habit I've been getting into. Like I want to get up to like go run and stuff, but like I just have no motivation to because I know I have to work afterwards. Like it's just yeah, nothing. But if it's golf, I could wake up anytime for golf, man. Anytime. Or like a soccer game. Like soccer, no problem waking up. Golf, no problem waking up. You know, maybe even like schoolwork. Like if I'm really doing something I'm real, I'm, if I'm doing something I'm really enjoying and like have a passion for, it's so much easier to get up in the morning. But if you're not then it's just so difficult to get up for work <laughs> honestly you know what i think okay what? so i agree with that statement it's hard to get up for work but it's easier to get up for something you want to get up for but specifically golf yeah you know they're always there's always that joke you'll have that one person in your group who is just rushing to meet you at the first tee and they're running straight from the parking lot whatever do you think that can get canceled if pre-round breakfast Ooh, was yes. just the norm? Like it wasn't, it yeah. was like, it wasn't a treat. It was expected. Yeah, for sure. You know, you go and you, it doesn't even have to be where you're playing. 
it could just be at McDonald's. Mm. Get a cheap cup of coffee. McDonald's dollar coffee is the best dollar coffee. In the Absolutely. World. Hands down. No get, doubt about it. Get yourself that, that cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, a burrito. Sit, eat it with your group. And then from there, go to the club or the golf course. And then play. Yeah. I think we cut that whole problem. Guys, I was thinking about that. One of the best rounds I've had was at uh, Shady, Shady Brook. What, Shady what's Oaks. that? Shady Oaks. Outside of Abilene? Yeah. Shady Oaks in, um, what's the town called? I don't know what the town's called. I forget. Yeah. It's not It's not Clyde. I'll, I'll find it's, it. Keep um, talking. I got you. But we, we went and stopped at a burrito place. Oh, in the yeah. town had yep. a burrito and i think i i picked you up too from your hotel yeah you that. did yeah yeah, yeah. and we met and so at- i had a cup of coffee at your hotel then we picked up a bate and then we drove to that town got a burrito and then went to the course yep fantastic such a great morning baird baird Bayard, Texas. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a lot better when you meet up beforehand. I think when you're all riding together in the same car, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's definitely different. And I, yeah. I agree with the whole getting breakfast beforehand. I think the McDonald's trip is a good shout. Yeah. Like go to McDonald's beforehand. We did uh yeah. we did Starbucks last time. We all rode together and we went to the Starbucks drive-thru and we all just got because we all just get like black coffee from there. So it's like three bucks. And that was a, that was pretty cool, but it was also a 40 minute drive to get up to the golf course. So, yeah. So it like forced y'all to drive together because yeah, it's we, too expensive not to carpool. <laughs> right. But we were, we were just jamming on the way too. we were passing around the, this is one thing that um, me and our friends have been doing is just passing around the phone and queuing songs. I don't know if you, you've done this, like you pass the phone around the car and each person cues a different song. So you don't have to like pick a playlist, but like everyone just has different music on there. And so we were all just listening to good music, having a good time on the way out there, drinking coffee. I shot an 81 and we came home. Shot subtle plug. Um, yeah. What, no, was it great, a real 81 or were you doing a scramble? It was a two man scramble where I hit every shot except for three. Um, the first shot was a putt, a birdie putt. So I hit all the shots, got us up there for birdie. My partner putted and he made it, which was cool. I didn't take the putt, so I added two strokes. We shot 76 as a two-man scramble. So I added two strokes there, 78. He hits one on 14. Um, like off the fairway, he just punches one up to get us a little bit closer than my chip shot. So I added one shot there. And then I added another two at the end because we put us in position for birdie again, um, and he he made the putt. So he was the first one to putt. So I added five strokes to the 76. So – 81 with an asterisk, but 76 for a two-man scramble where one person hits all the shots except for three, it's pretty decent. Yeah, it's pretty good. So watch that asterisk is uh, pretty showing. I I am putting the asterisk on there. Like, I have to explain it. I will explain myself every single time. But, however, I'm very, very proud of that round. Great round of golf. Didn't lose a ball, Mm -hmm. which is honestly, like, if you're a beginner golfer and you're listening to this, not losing a ball in a round is just as good as shooting a 59 in my eyes, honestly. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think that's because I've never played around without losing a ball. I've lost a ball in 17. I've been really close. Oh, man. Was that a bummer? It was brutal. I was super mad because it wasn't even a shot where I was worried about losing it. It was like a 130-yard shot with the – the creek was like 15 yards in front of me okay. and I just topped it and rolled it in. Like it was close enough. The creek wasn't far enough away that a top would survive. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't so far that like I was worried about getting over. Yeah. So it was like, didn't even cross my mind. I would get into the creek. Like I could have, hit the like flubbed the shot and hit it really fat and gotten it over but but you didn't golf 
golf yeah. said no. I love the sport. I love it. I love everything about golf. Especially, so I think, okay, so for me, golf, especially playing from playing a team sport, 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 sport. Um, I don't know. I don't know how it is for you, but playing a team sport since the age of three, right? We're 25 now. So playing the same, playing a team sport for the better half of what, through college. So we were 22. So what, 19 years. And then going to a sport that's a little more individual and like you're only competing against yourself is such a, it was such a nice change. Yeah. Like it's a good, for me, it's a really cool, like just like, uh, like you have to learn how to control a lot of things, your temper <laughs> mainly like your ego. I don't know, just a lot of things you have to keep in check that like extrapolate to the real world, which I, which I really enjoy. What, what's it for you? Why do you, why do you like golf? We, we go golfing quite a bit when I'm, when I'm in town, we go to the range and, and everything. Yeah. Um, I would say I do like the mental aspect of it. And I also like that it's super easy to track. So because you're only playing against yourself. Yeah. You know whether or not you're getting better. Whereas like you take soccer, there's so many other variables involved where you yeah. don't know whether you lost because you got beaten or you lost because of some other things. You know, like it's it's kind of nice to have that not be in the conversation, mm. you know, because I'll play Sunday league games. It's like, was the other team better than us? Yeah. Or did they get really lucky on this call? And that's why we lost two to one. Yes. That's a, you know, that, like, that's a really good point. So I like that aspect of golf because i still love soccer and i love the unpredictability of soccer but i like how predictable golf is yeah because you have no one else to blame but you mm. yeah i really right? like that so that's probably why i really like it because it takes all of the uncertainty out like you don't know necessarily where your shot's gonna go but you know that you hit it yeah so that's and that's that. And I think I've also gotten to the point where I'm not good enough to get frustrated, but I'm good enough to know I'm not good enough to get frustrated. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I like that. So I've played enough golf to know that I don't play enough golf to be good. It is weird that you need to get to that stage. Like you have, have to get over that initial hump of yeah. just being terrible and then get better and then think that you are better than you are and then realize that you just aren't because you don't play enough yeah like checking you gotta yeah. check your ego at the door but you that's weird though that you feel like you have to do you think you're good enough quote unquote or do you think it's just experience like you're you're experienced enough to know that you're not good enough i think i'm good enough that's fair like like i i could be really upset with my like if i went out and shot 120 yeah i'm good enough to know that like that's not normal yeah okay like that's a bad day but if i go out and shoot like i'm a i'm a 90s golfer usually like i'm i've broken into 83 times mm -hmm. i think and so i'm you know if i'm shooting low 90s i'm having a great day but people will be like to do low 90s, that means you're having a lot of bad shots. Yeah. You're missing greens. You're you're having like hook drives. You you just aren't hitting things. Yeah, you're three playing. I'm, I'm good enough to know that I can be shooting 90 and still not be sticking, like not sticking a green or not hitting a putt. You know, if I three putt, I might be a little frustrated, but I'm like, dude, I don't practice putting. What's the surprise here? Like, sorry, I can't lag, like lag putt a 40 foot putt within three inches. Right. I golf maybe once a month. 
Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, because <clears throat> so I went like, from golfing all the time to never golfing, too. Yeah, you did work at a country club. Yeah, I was maintenance at the country club. No, no uh, hate on the cart boys and the <laughs> golf pro or the golf shop workers, but uh, I actually worked on the course. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a little bit of shade man oh dude um until you have been dude okay so there's at the course i worked at this is just a little tangent but it's fine that's the whole podcast um <laughs> just... so i was working at this course and i had worked there so i didn't work there during soccer season so i'd always take that time off but i'd worked there enough to be not a senior employee quote unquote but an experienced employee and there's this guy that thought he had started before me because he started while I was in soccer season and we were repairing a sprinkler head whatever it was yeah it was a sprinkler head off of the nine green and so you know that you've played that course right I think I brought you I've snuck you onto it yeah you know, whenever you're finishing the front nine, you have to hit over that water to get back to the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. There's that creek. Yeah. So on the, and it's right next to the first tee, but there's that tree next to the green, but there's a sprinkler head right next to it, right? Yeah. So we we had to fix that sprinkler head because it wasn't, it wasn't popping high enough. And so it wasn't covering the green. So the green was dying and I was in charge of green maintenance and so whenever I went and read the green, I was like, this spot is weirdly dry. So I called the manager, like, hey, I think it's a sprinkler head. So they tested it and it was. I was like, yep, good at my job. But um, so he was like, hey, go with this guy. Just swap out the sprinkler heads. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. Just kind of like watch him. But he didn't tell the guy I was going with that. I was watching him. He thought he was telling me how to do it because it was my second day back or something, or maybe, no, it was my first day back. I remember this because it it made me really mad. It's my first day back. And I was watching him dig around this thing. And one, you don't need a full size shovel to dig down to a a sprinkler head, at least not ours. Ours aren't very deep enough to get to them with a full shovel. You just really need a hand shovel, right? Okay. But he's digging and he has his hand shovel or he has a full shovel and he's like hitting and he's wearing steel toed boots and he's just digging really hard. He's like, you got to get really low. Tell me that I have to get low, get underneath it, which is not technically wrong. So you can see everything. But I just like nonchalantly was like, hey, man, you're going to hit the main line. You're not near the sprinkler head. He's like, what do you know? You've never worked out here. He's like, not like I'm pretty sure you're going to hit the main line. I was like, and the thing that sucks is if you do, like, they're going to send you home and I'm going to have to fix it. And so I'm going to be working over a time, like my first day back and I have something to do. So I'd appreciate it if you didn't. And this guy looked at me and like kind of flipped me off. I was like, dude, shut up. He didn't use those words. It was a little more vulgar. And I was like, all right, man, you do you. So I sat back in the golf cart. He hits the main line and the water hits him under the jaw. It came out so fast it looked like he got punched in the face and I just looked at him and we'll just say his name was Steve. And I'll be like, Steve freaking told you, man. He's like, what? And so I called Jimmy. He's like, yeah, Jimmy's number. I was like, yeah, dude. Like I opened this place up in the mornings. He's like, what? And I was like, Hey, he hit the main line. I told him not to He's like, all right, send him home. I'm like, Hey, you need to clock out and go home. He's like, what do you mean? It's like, I got to fix this. So I ended up my first day back, like the shift starts at like 5.30 in the morning. I worked until seven or eight fixing that freaking line. Dude, I was so mad. But uh, that's why I think I did tell him and I should have been, I just was so annoyed that he thought I was an idiot because I'm like, dude, you've been here three months. Like I've worked here for three years. Whatever, man. Like you do you. You think you got it, you got it. I've been surprised before. Some people are really good, but that guy wasn't. And you just knew it right off the bat. Oh yeah. 
It's like just blind confidence. Yeah, because like I was like, you brought a big shovel. We we were replacing a, a sprinkler head. Like, you just dig it why, out like a garden shovel. Yeah, like why are you digging a trench, man? And he asked me to help him, and I told him I just needed to watch. <laughs> he was like, "You're lazy, like no, dude. I'm just." I just watching. know you're gonna mess up. I was like, "I'm here to observe, like I guess." Yeah, but that's why I think pro shop guys, you do your thing. You're great at it. Whatever. You you haven't felt real problem on the golf course like, until because they all like they don't stop playing right so there's water shooting out we're fit, like trying to drain this hole that has now filled up with water before the water line like the main line can get turned off they're still hitting golf shots at us like and like they're there's not no, good there's enough. no there's no no mercy. they don't care they expect us to get out of their way and I'm like can you not see this geyser coming out of the ground like that's a little more important right now but no so they just hit shots at you and first and i know because i'm the same way like if you see something you're not supposed to hit at it just attracts balls it does it and so, so does. everybody just hits at you like, yeah not dude, intentionally man. either you're just like oh i have to it's like when you look at water right and you're like mm-hmm. oh, i can't just can't go in the yeah water. just don't and so just, just don't go in the water and then all of a sudden the balls in the water and you're like shoot oh yeah so he busted that line. We had to end up digging a trench so we could take that pipe out and replace it. Like that section of the pipe out and replace it. Because luckily it was just like connected to a joint. It wasn't super long. Yeah. But um, it takes time. And to depressurize the line and all that other stuff. But um, yeah, so, you know, until you're doing that when people are hitting golf balls at you while you're trying to dig. Nah. You don't have Dave's respect, yeah. just so you no. know. Pro, Congre- pro, pro shot workers, you don't have Dave's respect. Zero. Uh, I'm so pro- sorry that, like, you know, spraying off those golf carts is so hard. I bet the air conditioning sucks too. Dude, you would you would get so red during those summers. Dude, you remember how dark my feet were? Yes, like your entire body. You would just you were not. Yeah, you Dude, in the winter was, and you in the summer it was two different. You were two different people. Yeah, it was crazy. But oh man, good times. Learned a lot. Also learned I hate sprinkler systems. Never have to do that again. <laughs> God, I hope not. Um, Dave, that somehow is time. I feel like we didn't hit any of our like topics. <laughs> I feel like that's, <laughs> that's just okay. how it that's just how it goes, though. You know? Yeah. It's the it's the new background. It's the new immersive background we've got going on. I agree. Get a sneak peek. Hopefully, upload it on Spotify with this podcast. We can upload yeah. the video. We can upload the video too. That's yeah. exciting. Um, exciting. We're well, gonna we're do on, things. We're on like week ten. We've been doing this for about two and a half months now. Yeah. Um, pretty pretty awesome stuff. If you if you're just starting to listen, hopefully we're getting some new listeners. Hopefully, um, if not, if you've been listening since the beginning, you're just supporting. We appreciate you so much. Maybe yes, you'll you. maybe you'll win the five dollars in the swear jar. I don't think I'll be able to swear again, honestly. Now, <laughs> like now that there's money attached to it, man, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do that. I almost slipped there at the end. I I just don't know. Five dollars, it's a lot. It's a pretty hefty swear jar fine. That is a that, dude. That's a big swear jar fine. It's gonna deter anyone from. Uh, anyone from swearing on the podcast we should look into getting some guests on the podcast dude i agree so uh, if you're listening and you'd like to be a guest on the podcast you probably have our phone number <laughs> <laughs> so shoot so shoot us a text and let us know let us know if you want to if, if there's anything you want to talk about hop on um i know i speak for myself but we are I'm loving doing the podcast and um, I'm sure Dave is at least putting up with me doing this. Oh, this is a blast. Big this is, yeah. We're having a lot of fun doing this. Um, if you guys are enjoying it as well, as usual, please just share it give us whatever star you think is reasonable. Um, five, five is what you think is reasonable. <laughs> um, yeah, just, yeah, we could do, you could do five. If you, if you, if you feel so inclined, um, if you share do it. anything less than five, you're just you're making a mistake it's the closest dave's ever got to his microphone 
Um, <laughs> um, what really helps is if you turn on. If you uh, give us less than five stars, you're out of the running for the five dollars wager. It's not gonna happen. We can't beg people for five stars, Dave. It's just gonna happen because it's good quality content. Give me five um, stars. I'm not begging. I'm telling you. Okay. All right. This is getting weirdly <laughs> aggressive. Um, what really helps is if you guys are following us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and uh, turning on those notifications. That way you guys know exactly when we're posting. Uh, we do post every Friday. Um, we try not to miss any days. Um, so yeah, if you guys are enjoying, if you've been listening since the beginning, thank you. If you just started listening, thank you. Um, and until next time, I'm Jack and this is Dave. Yes, sir. And we'll talk to you soon. Adios. Bye.